morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, welcome back to another Re-Education Experience podcast uh, with me, your host, Darren Langell. Uh, again, uh, you've got me today as a solo episode, and uh, I'm really excited about this message. I had an opportunity recently to spend some time on a few stages and speak to a few audiences, and of course, that always uh, humbles you, uh, but it gets you thinking again to say, how can I continue to deliver and how can I serve? Um, and just yesterday, uh, I had the opportunity, our president in a real uh, does a thing called the down market playbook and it's his his massive give to the company and he's been running through our agents as the market shifted uh, to some playbooks from his own and then some of his kind of esteemed guests he's been able to bring on to speak about it and it was my turn I I really I'm pretty humbled by the honor to be able to share a bit about what we did during the shift and when I say the shift it's when the market has changed from its frothy frothy basically half decade to full decade for some of you listening to this uh, how do we win when the market changes negatively and it's not just a positive experience for everybody and uh, real estate's not simply a buzzword to the public it becomes harder for us but there's a way to win this and I can I can share my playbook because throughout most of North America's growth from like 2016 17 18 19 20 21 into COVID uh, my personal market was dropping uh, it was one of the few markets in North America that was shifting. And my coach at the time, Bill Pipes, actually gave me the book called The Shift from Gary Keller. And it was probably the only one that was purchased in that half decade because of how strong the market was. Um, so I'm going to share my uh, my few thoughts on that. I did an hour presentation, but I'm going to kind of summarize it in maybe 10 or 12 minutes here because I think it's I can, I can pull it back into bite-sized chunks for you. Um, but before I do that, I just wanted to... Um, share again if you haven't noticed that I decided to do a free five-day challenge. I've only done a couple of these challenges throughout my kind of educational career where I've put it out to the public to take part and this is a unique one because it's December now and it's business planning season. For if you're listening you're one of a few camps. Uh, uh, I've already finished my business plan and you're ready to rock. Amazing. Good news. Um, But most are still kind of finishing out the year and trying to transition to business planning mode and they're trying to figure out what that will look like for 2024 and that's exactly why I put this free five-day challenge it's called reframe your real estate business and it's uh, I'm pulling together some topics that I've only shared inside the insider walls in my top Canadian producing real estate team and I'm going to kind of pull this together in five days virtually, December 11th to the 15th. So I'd love for you to take part. Um, so if you're listening, just go to reframeyourrealestate.com. Or if you just can't write that down or can't remember it, pop to my Instagram and you'll see the link there and, and register for the free challenge. It's one hour a day for five days. Okay, well, let's spin over to this summary version of the talk that I gave yesterday. And I call it how to earn a bigger piece of a smaller pie. And what I mean by this is um, over the years, uh, I polled the group yesterday about how many, uh, when was the last market shift that they had? And there was hundreds of people on this webinar and I was just watching 
And the dates were going back to like 2008, 2010, 2007, right? It's been over a decade for most people to have experienced a shift in their business. It's been all roses for a long time and people are struggling to figure this out. Um, so the, the first point of this is when the market shifts, there's just less sales volume, less sales volume at the same time as over since that shift to now, every market everywhere has seen a massive growth in agent count. Despite things like NAR and despite the market shift from last year and some people failing out of the industry, we are still in a position in every single marketplace that you're listening that has way more agents at this point in time than you did during the last shift. And now we're seeing that there's 30, 40, 20, 10% less sales volume than we're used to having over the last series of half decade. So we are basically burning the candle at both ends, meaning the pie has gotten smaller, but yet the pie of agents trying to eat the pie is much bigger. And that may feel scary to you. And I'm hoping to share a little bit of optimism. The optimism is because the stats share that there's very few people that are truly taking market share in this business. I put in my slide deck that there's about a quarter of the agents that simply won't even do a piece of business. So yes, the agent count is higher, but there's a, that quarter are just non-competition, period. They're just not going to trade. Then there's 50% of the agent population that will do less than one deal every two months. So again, would I suggest they are competition to you? Probably not, right? Probably not because they're not intentional and they haven't really built consistency in their business and they're randomly um, going through real estate. It's the top 25% of the industry that really takes all market share, right? Top 25% will do a deal every month. Right, top 1% will do a deal, uh, five deals, five to six deals every month. And these are the people that are your true competition. So there's my first piece of optimism, is knowing that yes, the agent pool is larger, but the percentage of people that actually will be competition for you is much lower. So optimism number one. The second piece is the averages. I love to talk about the law of the averages and what we do know, and I is that the average agent will put in average effort. So when the, the market's up against them right now, we are required to put in more effort. If we want to keep our same income, we're required to do more. But the average person won't. The average agent you're competing with will just rise with the tide and fall when it goes away. So I love this because if you are somebody who is competitive in nature, is taking this business and their craft seriously, and is willing to weather the storm and grip on right now, you will leave people behind simply by holding on to the steering wheel of life versus just riding up and down when the tide comes in and out. And I want you to know this because you may not understand how shitty your competition truly is. And if you can just hang on versus thinking that you need to recreate the wheel, you will do better than most. I think of it as like, a, I think of like an army. Right? If you're listening to it in the U.S., of course, your, your military is a huge portion of, your, uh, of, of what people do here. In Canada, it's not, it's not the same. But if you were going through an obstacle course in the Army, I can only picture this. Some of the, the drills get put through, and there's one obstacle everybody gets over. 
right? Then you get to the next obstacle and a few people can't do it and they, they have to sit back. And then the best, they continue to get over the third obstacle and there's more people falling behind. And then on and on and on as you got through this obstacle course, well, that's like real estate. When the market pushes a little bit, there's people that get stumbled upon, they trip, they fall and they don't get back up. And then a little bit harder, the market shifts a little bit more and there's more people that are left behind on that obstacle because they can't figure it out. And I want you to just have that optimism knowing that if you're that agent, just continuing to get that foot moving forward day in, day out, you will, you will find yourselves almost in a sea on your own with that top 25 and everybody else will be basically mute. So again, as we start this, think about those two things heavily as you consider jumping in and making your plan for this year with optimism. Now, key point number three, I guess, with this is we need to get comfortable here right? The, the feds in the U.S., there's so much conflicting information about what's going to happen with rates. I've seen articles where it may drop four different points throughout the year. Then I've seen people saying, we don't even know if that's going to happen or if we're going to see any adjustments, or we might even go up with rates again one more time. I guess because I've been through this, because I've been through the shift, and the shift for us was like five or six years, um, I want us to get comfortable here. I want us to believe that this current status, right, it might get a little worse, it might get a little better, but it's going to be like this for a little while. There's nothing that's going to perk things up and change things and put you right back into the sweet spot of a few years ago. It's not going to happen. So if you're an agent that can just get comfortable to say, you know what, a little more effort is going to go a long way. A little more effort is what it's needed. And I picture, think of a racetrack. Think of a racetrack. If, if I got out to Vegas and I went and did one of those cool little events where you, you jump in one of these sports cars and they strap you in, you got a driver beside you and they say, let's take this Porsche 911 turbo out for a spin and you, you're going straight and you're on that straightaway and pretty much with no training, you can get into this car and you can get over 200 kilometers an hour, right? Or in your case, miles, right? But what happens when you get to that turn? When you get to the turn, that the confidence changes a little bit, doesn't it? To handle the G-force on the turn, to handle the stress and angle, and how are you going to hold your speed on the curve is not for the faint of heart. Now you're going to break. Now it's all about holding the curve without sliding into the guardrails, right? And that takes more training. That takes more effort. You think about the G-force on the body. Think about the tension on all the parts of that car. It's a lot different when you're going through it on the curve. And that's what we're at right now. So we need to just simply get comfortable here. We have to get comfortable hanging on to the steering wheel so that, so that when these continued negative headlines come out, when the interest rates don't change, when the buyer pessimism continues to run, that we know that none of this is changing overnight. And the agents that get comfortable in this space are going to be the ones best prepared because they're not expecting a knee-jerk change and that tide to rise right away and all those easy paychecks to come. The real estate conversation of today is not one of optimism. It's one of pessimism. It's one of doubt and it's a one of worry. So as us as agents, as you're listening to this, this is what you got to do. As your business planning, you want to think about how am I going to be the one that shares the news? And not just 
the negative news, but how am I going to be one that shows valuable news to the world? And that's something for you to consider. So as I spoke about this yesterday, and I, and I went through my 60 slides, this was setting the table here with these last 10 or 11 minutes is important for you as an agent to just get comfortable, to be inspired, to know that this isn't changing. The amount of effort you're going to have to create contracts um, towards a paycheck is going to be a lot less. So what I'm saying is if you would have taken a listing contract two years ago, in your market it's very likely you probably expected 100% of these listings to sell. If you got a buyer into contract and when the rates were lower, you knew pretty much with a bit of effort that you were going to get this thing closed. So contract to paycheck ratio was near 100%. Well now, when it's harder to get a conversation, to bring value to somebody when there's pessimism, to get somebody to raise their hand up to say, I do want to buy or sell despite all of this news that I'm hearing, despite of the uncertainty, there's going to be a larger percentage of people that go all the way with you and they list or deal with an exclusive buyer deal, but the financing will fall through. The pessimism will outweigh their, their excitement and they may step out of the transaction or the listing won't even sell. So you're going to have a higher, uh, you're going to have a lower percentage of successful transactions from client contracts. That ratio is going to get worse. In my personal case, I share this often, 40% of the listings I took during our shift actually sold. So I needed money in the bank. I needed to know this. I needed to work harder to try to make sure I could outdo the average so that I could get those final paychecks. And it's that ratio that's going to scare others off. And that ratio is there not to worry you, but more to provide you reality to the situation rather than airy-fairy, I hope and pray things are just the same. So if you know it, say it takes two and a half times more effort to get a client deal closed, and you know that going into 2024, you're going to be better equipped to handle it. The business planning that you're going to do, the business plan you're going to take away from, say, my challenge next week, will have more layers of effort baked in. And if we can bake that into the beginning of the year, as you listen to this podcast, and if you can reframe the way you think about this business and what you're going to have to put into it, it's going to serve you better. If you're expecting every client deal to close, but that if it's like what Darren said, two and a half times that effort is needed to get the closings, but you didn't plan for that. You didn't knock that many doors. You didn't talk to that many people. You didn't have those many online leads. You didn't host that many number of open houses that can put you in a place to have more conversations and more appointments and more contracts, knowing that many of them will suss out and fall away. You're going to set yourself up for disaster. So I guess how to earn a bigger piece of a smaller pie, more than anything today from what I can share with you is about a mindset. To know that we need to get comfortable here, that a lot of agents are going to fall away, that our job is to hang on to the steering wheel when we get to that corner, and we got to get comfortable on the corner. we got to get comfortable, and, and I guess at this point in time, by getting comfortable, what does that mean? It would mean, let's look at our expenses. What worked for you this year? 
What worked for you in this shifted market and what didn't? Have you fully gone through your expenses to say, you know what, those thousands of dollars that I used to spend back when it was really good, I don't need anymore. Right? I want you this December to go through that and say, let's remove those costs and let's focus on the ones that worked. Why? Because again, it's not going to be as easy to create a positive uh, client experience right now. It's not going to be as easy to get a client conversation going, right? Because we're going to have to pull this out of people because of the headlines, because of the macroeconomics, all of this stuff. So we need to be leaner. When we're leaner, we can survive the corner. When we're leaner, once we get on the corner and we realize, hey, you know what? I'm keeping my speed. I'm keeping my speed. I'm keeping my momentum. I'm still closing deals. I'm one of the few hanging on. Well, once you figure that out, if you've leaned up the fat and cut it, you have the ability to add now. When you prove success on the corner in the shift, you can say, you know what? There's very few of us doing this now. And if I've leaned up with my expenses, now I can add fuel to the fire where the parts of the business that are still working. And you can accelerate during the curve. You can pass people on the curve, right? You can go a little wider. You can hang on knowing you've got the traction so you can pass the people that are still slowing up or the ones that are sliding off into the rails, right? This is what I want you to be thinking about as you get into business planning season. So again, if you are listening to this and you could use more information, there's more tactics and stuff involved in the in the presentation that I can't fully cover here on this short podcast. But my hope is this: how to win, uh, how to earn a smaller piece, uh, how to earn a bigger piece of a smaller pie message is resonating and landing really nicely for you here as you plan. And again, if this message is somebody, something your team needs to hear. Please share this forward. I'm getting messages all over that they're re-listening to that webinar and sending it to their team so they can unpack this together. I really want that mindset to land. When I spoke about this in New York at a coffee shop to some agents, this was the biggest takeaway for them to, 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 to readjust. Now, again, I'll just put it out there. If you want to take part in this free challenge, please do so. Reframeyourrealestate.com. I'm going to have a lot of fun on next week talking about this. You just got to go to the site. You got to register for your free spot and then you got to block that time. So anyways, thanks you again for this, uh, for your audience, for your attention, for your time. I really, I really love all the downloads I'm seeing and the positive uh, impact this is making. So thank you, everybody. This is another Re-Education Experience podcast with me, your host, Darren Langill. We'll see you again next time.